This is going to be a recording about Marco Polo, the famous Venetian explorer. As I said in my podcast about Venice, Venice was a collection of 118 tiny islands. At this time, it was one of the biggest cities, and it was a powerful city-state. But, Mark, and then, so, Marco's Polo's parents, well, his father and his uncle, went out and met the great Khan, Kublai Khan, in China. They were both, they were both merchants, and they expected Marco Polo to continue the family tradition and become a merchant. So, when... They came back with gold tablets that protected them from harm, and anybody who harmed them would be would face the full army of the Khan, which was at that time the most powerful army in the world. Then Marco came with them. He left when he was 15. He would not return until he was in his mid-40s. It took them a year to get to China. But when they, what they would do is along their way, they would stop at every oasis and city and buy goods to sell them at the next place and make a profit. And this allowed them to get some profit, and then they reached China. Of course, they had been they had been ordered to bring two things: some holy oil and a hundred priests. They brought two priests, but these two priests were scared away during an during an attack. As they reached China, Marco fell ill. They brought him to a mountain which supposedly had healing powers. He went to the top of it, and after he came back down, felt better again and was healthier. After that, they crossed the Gobi Desert and reached Kublai Khan's capital. Kublai Khan had a feast thrown for them. So, at this feast, they had, according to Marco, 40,000 guests. And the drinks were served from giant silver fountains. After this, Marcus Marco served the Khan for 24 years, doing many of the different jobs the Khan assigned him to do. Polos requested to go back to, to Venice, but initially they were denied. But later, they were told they could 
on the condition that they ex that they take with them a passenger. Uh, Princess Kokochin, who was also considered to and was called the Blue Princess. They left, and when they got to to the city of when they got to Persia, they dropped Princess Kokochin off where she was supposed to go to meet her new husband. And then, of course, Persia was what we now call Iran. And when they arrived, finally, in Venice, nobody believed who, who they were. Nobody believed they were the Polos. But they showed them the riches they got, and everybody believed it. Then, Marco became a, an officer on a Venetian warship and was sent out in the, Venice, in the Venetian Genoese Wars. Of course, he was captured by the Genoese and held prisoner for two years. He was held prisoner with Rusticello, who was a famous author. Rusticello wrote down the tales and the stories that Marco told him and published it as a book. This book was known as the description of the world before it became the travels of Marco Polo. It was initially criticized and people were skeptical. But then it was later rewritten by priests trying to make Europe seem more powerful than it actually was despite the fact that Europe was almost nothing compared to the Mongol Empire. That was when he immediately, that was when they rewrote, that was when they rechecked the facts with Chinese documents later on and proved what it was and that every word of it was true. And this is why we now have the, t the stories of Marco Polo, despite not almost nothing being known about him, him personally. I hope you enjoyed this video. Well, tomorrow's podcast, but...